Welcome to NASA Edge, an inside and outside look at all things NASA. Joining us today is our friend Steve Gaddis, who's the deputy for the Launch Vehicle Office for Commercial Crew for NASA. Steve, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, Blair, it's a, always a pleasure to be with you guys. Well, I tell you, we're real excited for you and Commercial Crew. Uh, we just had a successful launch of DM2. Uh, congratulations, and can you give us an update on how the mission is going? Absolutely. So uh, Saturday a week ago, May 30th was awesome. I mean, things just couldn't have gone any better. I mean, the team, obviously we were laser focused, you know, on the consoles and making sure everything was going right. And, and we got through, you know, the first two and a half minutes, you know, which is essentially the launch vehicle getting to orbit insertion. And then 19 hours later, no, the Dragon capsule with Bob and Doug was, was supposed to, to dock with ISS. And the good news is Bob and Doug are safely on the International Space Station. They're a part of Expedition 63, and they're already working them, and they're on the schedules doing you know, science experiments and, and all the other good things that they have to do when they're on station, a lot of the maintenance and, and upkeep, such things like that. How was it to be on console for this kind of event? I mean, this is a, this is a new era for NASA and companies uh, traveling to space. Yeah, well, it's exciting, as you might suspect. You know, it's, you know, it's tense. You know, everybody's on console. You know, there's not a lot of chatter and joking around, et cetera. Folks are, you know, looking at their parameters on the console and they're making sure that the numbers are staying within limits and all the launch commit criteria is correct and that there's nothing that's looking anomalous. And so, you know, it's laser focus. That's the best way I can describe it. And then when you've got liftoff, you know, your heart's racing and beating and it's very exciting. And for us, you know, at Marshall, we did something a little bit different on this one, Blair. Uh, normally we go down to the Cape, but because of COVID-19, and the travel limitations, we use, you know, the Huntsville Operations Support Center, HOSC, that we call it. And the HOSC team got it all set up for us. We had the same monitors and videos and comm, just like we were there with the rest of the team. So, you know, we were all talking to one another and everything was working just like it was supposed to. It's amazing to see all those elements that you basically had to rush to put together at the last minute in terms of uh, functioning remotely uh, to being able to pull this off. So again, congratulations. But you know, uh, if I understand correctly, SpaceX is just one of the partners in commercial space. Tell us a little bit about what else is happening in terms of our commercial partners, especially as it relates to uh, human spaceflight. Well, so that you ask great questions, Blair. So yeah, that's a great question. So we've got two commercial providers, Boeing and ULA. They're one, one group, one partner, and then we've got SpaceX. SpaceX, you know, they've gotten their two demonstration missions behind them now, right? You know, Demo 1, we did that in March of last year, and we've got Demo 2, you know, a week or and a half ago. So with OFT, the orbital flight test, which is the, the first uncrewed demonstration mission for Boeing and ULA, if, if you remember, you know, we launched in December 20th last year, and it went well, the, the launch phase went well, and there was a, a couple of software issues that would not allow them to dock. But they got quite a few of the test objectives achieved, and they came back and they did a landing, 
and it was just fabulous. Everything, we just learned so much. And, and the reason we do these demonstration missions are just for that. And so we learn something on every mission. I mean, as flawless as the missions are, there's always something that we can do better. And we gather lessons learned on every mission, just like we did with OFT. And right now, there's gonna be an OFT 2, which is slated for November 13th. So we've always got two missions that are near term missions that are close to launch and there's always a couple that are in flow so with the demo 2 just behind us the next spacex launch is crew one and right now that's uh september 10th of this year and so we're working crew one we're working oft2 uh we're looking at crew two which is going to be um early next year and we're looking at uh, the Boeing and ULA um, second demonstration flight, which is CFT called the crude flight test. And that's early next year as well. So we've got a lot of work and everybody's working. How important is it for NASA to have this capability since there is a large focus for Artemis and going to the moon and Mars uh, to be able to continue to send astronauts uh, to the ISS for scientific and uh, you know, research purposes. Uh, it seems like this is something that's a vital thing to get back into as, as we're doing that from American soil. I was talking to someone recently and they, they asked me a similar question, Blair, and I just said, you know, this is a new era. I mean, it really is a new era in space exploration, right? We've got commercial industry providing safe, reliable, cost-effective, transportation from Earth to station, low Earth orbit and back. And NASA is focused on getting Orion and SLS and Gateway and Artemis and HLS, all of those capabilities in place to do deep space exploration. We're gonna be able to do both. It's, it's, it's an amazing time, it's an incredible time. You know, most of us are, are nerds <laughs> and, and we, you know, Star Wars and Star Trek and, yeah. and Blair, you've got to be as big a nerd as, <laughs> as any of us. What, what can I say, right? <laughs> you know, it's a dream come true to see all of this that's going on. And then we've got so many NASA centers that are participating in, you know, the robotic missions and all the technologies to support those capabilities. It's an incredible time. NASA, uh, it, it's the morale is very, very high right now. I tell you, I couldn't agree more, Steve, and thanks for all the good work with com Commercial Crew. I'm hoping that maybe as you work with partners and you look into this, you can find some way for me to end up on one of these demonstration <laughs> missions. Uh, I'm flexible. Uh, I'm not young anymore, but uh, I, I have a high risk tolerance. Uh, so if you, if you or our partners need anything, I'm, I'm there for you. Let's just put it that way. Hey, well, Blair, let me tell you this. I've seen some of those cargo, uh, cargo components and, and compartments and, and uh, yeah, we could stuff you in maybe one of those. Uh. <laughs> I, I can actually shrink myself down to a transportable state after working really hard at that. Any advantage I can have uh, to get to space would be great. Keep up the good work, Steve, and, and uh, we look forward to the return of uh, the astronauts, Bob and Doug, at the end of uh, DM2, but we also look forward to more space flights from our commercial partners and NASA as we continue to explore space. Thanks for being on the show today, Steve. It's always a pleasure, Blair. Appreciate you and, and Chris and Franklin, what you guys do. NASA Edge is awesome. You're watching NASA Edge, an inside and outside look at all things NASA. Mm -hmm.